and go. Boom. Boop, boop. Hi, um, Katie. Hi, Jackie. It's we so are live. Our millions um, of fans will be joining us live. Millions. 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 300 million. <laughs> um, is it weird if I like pull up LinkedIn and have it streaming over here while we're talking over here? Is that I weird? I don't think so. I think you should okay. try it. Okay. Um, I think that might be slightly distracting. Meta, and since I, <laughs> since I already can barely pay attention to most things, that's probably not a good idea. Um, <laughs> how are you this morning, my friends? You know, I'm doing good. I am really excited. We've had some, some busyness. We have had some busyness in our lives. Yeah, we have. Um, so this is officially the 50th episode. Yes? I know. Um, very exciting. And then we have like more exciting news to like share on this, of you know, this 50th episode. Um, Jackie, do you want to share what's exciting and new in our world? Or are we going to well, wait for a minute? Do we want to talk about other things first? I think we should talk about other do? things first. Maybe okay. we should see if any of our millions of fans can guess exactly what's going to be happen as we come up. Um, yeah. I think that would be good. Um, yes, Elena, 50. <laughs> and I could do like the SNL skit that I'm 50. I like to stretch and I like to kick and I like to stretch. <laughs> Molly Shannon, one of the best from SNL, to be clear. Um, yes, Elena, we are at 50, which is, is that like it's, I was thinking about it this morning and I'm like, it's surprising. I'm not, it's, it's bonkers to me that we have done this 50 times <laughs> that we, and we probably have done it more than 50, more but like 50 Absolutely. times that we've recorded it and shared it with the world. Um, you know, we literally, and, and just, um, if this is your first time, um, which <laughs> I'm sure it's not since we have, did I say millions? Billions. Millions. Billions. Millions of fans globally are watching. Um, a lot of times, like we do this when we don't do this. Mm -hmm. Like literally at least, you know, every other week, at least an hour where we're not recording. And then we're like, you know, we probably could have recorded at least part of that. <laughs> part of maybe that not, is good. Maybe not the part where we were discussing snacks and, you know, what we did over the weekend. But, you know, stuff that actually was relevant to our podcast, but can we also talk about the fact that we've had some absolutely amazing guests? Yes. Um, so I think, you know, Elena, obviously, yes, you're watching. Thank you. And Elena Joy Thurston was one of our guests. And if you have not listened to her episode, it is an amazing episode where she shares a lot about her life and, you know, some of the experiences that she's had on her journey around uh, joining, officially joining the LGBTQ community. Um, so it's a great episode if you're interested in, in listening. Um, but we've had some really cool guests throughout our 50 episodes. Well, I think what's funny also is I remember us distinctly having a conversation saying, we'll do 10. <laughs> right. And we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and I think we didn't even publish those 10. I, right. 10 in the I bag. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think we were trying to decide. We were thinking, hey, if we just record some of these and like 
have them in the can, which is a, a show business term. I don't know if you're familiar with listeners, but I'm like super cool. <laughs> so I say, so I tell myself, but I, yes, I remember that we're like, okay, we need to record like 10 and have them. So we have them and the rest is history. But so much has changed. True. Like a um, lot. So I think my biggest lesson learned for those who are listening, who are podcasters or who are interested in doing a podcast, here's one thing that I learned about Jackie and I, we don't take a lot of breaths. <laughs> so one of the things you have to do in podcasting is, is have uh, breathtaking moments. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you have to have spots where you could, you know, insert a commercial or, you know, just as you're changing topics, be aware and you know kind of that little pause you need to take but we don't like that it's not as fun it's just you know <laughs> we're just kind of like f around and find out and the answer is no <laughs> not a our stream of <laughs> stream of consciousness mostly um does not include breathing um that's right yeah oh i like this that is true what um Elena had just mentioned 50 episodes about inclusion during the exact 18 months that inclusion mattered the most. And Absolutely. we weren't even thinking that. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it, you know, if anyone has been here since the beginning, um, you know, one of the things that we really were focused on is the, the fact that for Jackie and I, we were having these conversations anyhow. And so as a white woman doing diversity, equity and inclusion work and, you know, Jackie in the same space on the recruiting side of things, we both were just having these conversations. And Wait, back you know, I, think up. I was looking for a safe white person. Just OK, that's clear. fair. <laughs> I was that's looking fair. for it's like, have you decided I'm safe yet? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll let you know after 50 more episodes. Um, hold your breath, folks. At any moment, <laughs> she could decide I'm the one. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it it's funny how this all kind of uh, came to be that it was really a we're having these conversations about what's going on in your world, what's going on in my world, and how, you know, how things were messy super messy in yeah. both of our worlds and in the things that we were dealing with and with organizations and even just in our own lives. And I think for so many folks, um, you know, hopefully what we're talking about resonates and hopefully it is something that is helpful as we're having these conversations. And, you know, I, I joke around because I listen to a lot of murder podcasts, which is, you know, one of my not safe. That's why you're not safe. <laughs> That's why I'm not safe. Maybe. <laughs> But because of that, I think it's the, you know, you start to hear some things and you start to like think about how these conversations evolve and, and, you know, even, you know, those hopefully a lot of times have a, you know, kind of a resolution. And for us, there isn't a resolution on so many of these things yet. And it's still a work in progress and there's still so much to be done. And I think that's the part that is unfortunate, but also is kind of cool because we're trying to have fun as we're doing this, but we also know that it's extremely heavy. And for so many of the practitioners that are doing this work, it's really heavy. It's, and that's what we're trying to- Someone said, my joy is heavy once. And I and I love that because 
some of the work is so it's so you know it gets you right in all the fields and you know that you're doing good work and but the work it takes to get there can be really tough um and we've had uh things on both sides i say both sides meaning there's been situations where maybe i wasn't received very well by an organization it's like well how am i supposed to deal with that or or katie not being well received at, at an organization and i mean and that's really kind of how this all started was we were doing this diversity work and being like okay i'm just not sure i like i have a question I mean, i'll never forget mm -hmm. one of the first and i was like i said i think i it went kind of like this katie you're white i have a question why do white people and you literally were like stop are you asking me to speak for the whole white race and i was like yes actually if you could just answer this one you could question. go and knock that out that'd be great and Thanks. it wasn't i mean i was i was teasing of course but it was one of those things where we genuinely have different experiences and it is because of being able to find um, a safe person to have some difficult discussions and work through it, at least in our frame of reference. And then also we're able to share what we've learned from our clients along the way um, and kind of try to suss it out. But I, I, I tell people, and I'm sure you feel the same way, that I'm not an expert. I'm just a student and I try to share mm -hmm. as much as possible. And it's infinite waters with sharks that we have to go through <laughs> in order to try to you know find the way to do it not every day is great no but there are wins along the way that do kind of reassure me and make me feel good i was actually thinking last week you know coming up to halloween i was thinking we should do like a spooky episode of all of the absolute bananas things we've heard from senior leadership teams <laughs> But then I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to like have that conversation. I don't Not outside I'm... of therapy, for right. sure. Right. I don't think. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I not. don't think I'm mentally prepared. Um, but that being said, like I think there have been those moments when, to your point, we've had different experiences, and it is, you know, I was joking about not breathing and that kind of thing, but it is that stream of consciousness a little bit that as you are hearing us talk, these are conversations that we're truly having with each other about, can you believe this? Did you see this? What about that? How are your thoughts? You know, what are you thinking about this? So I think it's a, um, that's the part that I love is that you and I can have those conversations and can, you know, kind of talk about what's what and, and how it's impacting both of us differently. So I love that. I do love that too. Are you going to cry? You bet. No, I'm not. Not today. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I I can't because this is live. If it's like recording, I think I could cry, but not <laughs> not today. <laughs> not on live. Uh huh. Um, so, Jacqueline, <laughs> we're about to come up to our favorite. I think we should do another food special for. Um, Ooh, that that day that some people refer to as Thanksgiving. It's interesting because I just we were I was discussing with my sister in law because I think I told you last year we actually made tamales for the first time. My sister in law like 
it was a whole production. Um, and I think my brother almost had, I, I shouldn't say this out loud. It's not, it's not right. My brother was definitely, um, his, I don't know if you know this, but mixing masa is like very hard work because it is thick and it's a lot, especially if you're making like 25 pounds of masa for tamales for, you know, 50 bazillion dozen or however many we've made. Um, it wasn't 50 bazillion, but a lot <laughs> of dozens. Um, and so my brother was like, you know, break it out in a sweat, <laughs> had to take breaks. And I was like, should I get the defibrillator out? I'm a little concerned. <laughs> But he he did it. He uh, was our master mixer, if you will. Um, and so we were making tamales last year and, and we were just discussing as a family who was going to host the tamale making extravaganza this year. <laughs> and my sister-in-law has the perfect kitchen for it because she put this island in her kitchen that is absolutely ginormous. And she's like, it's not for tamale making. I, that's not why I did it. I'm like, oh, you for sure put that in your kitchen just totally. for tamales, which I I support 1000%. But yeah, I think we should do a food episode. Yeah, I um, think it's fun. And and talking about the different, uh, the different things. And I've learned a lot about food and how it relates to the culture or people taking away people's culture in mm -hmm. the last year of kind of looking at that correlation. But you know what? I want to talk about something. I think that it's kind of off. I we haven't we haven't rehearsed this at all. But oh, great. <laughs> I, I want to get your opinion. Just like our regular, you know, Wednesday night margarita conversations. Mm -hmm. How when you've talked to your clients and you see something that's alarming that you need to fix, how do you package that? back to your client and or, you know, the person who hired you to come say, oh, because I mean, like, to be clear, nobody asks for a diversity person to come help their teams because diversity is going well. But it, mm -hmm. they never call us in to say, oh, we're so diverse and everybody loves each other so much and loves each other's diverse cultures. We'd love to have you just as a bonus day. Um, and so there are times when things are brought to our attention that that we have to make note of, like we have to have those uncomfortable conversations. Um, but someone asked me about that recently. And so I wanted to ask you, how do you take that information back to the people that you're working with? Um, usually it depends on the client. So I'll, I'll put that caveat up front. But the, the reason why they've brought me in is for my honesty and for they want to know. And, and sometimes they say they want to know, but they really don't. But for the most part, they want to know. And so what I like to do is figure out what data I have around whatever that topic might be or whatever that, you know, whatever it is that's happening. Try to see if I can find data to support the theory or the comment or whatever it might be. But then it really is going and just saying, Hey, you know, we need to talk about something and it's not awesome. And, but we need to have this conversation now before it blows up or before it becomes something that we can't fix. And, you know, and I am very much the person, you know, I, I talk about this, that some of the DEI work that has been done in the past few years includes this fear factor. 
And it is the fear factor of CEOs that I don't want to end up on the front page of whatever, you know, publication that, you know, we did something wrong. And, and, and we've seen it. And we've talked about those times when it has shown up on whatever publication. And so my part of, you know, what I think about is also that fear factor for CEOs that, hey, I want you to know what's going on here before you end up on the news, before you end up as that next company that has the issue or the whatever. So for me, it's more, you know, I try to be as clear as I can, but I also try to be as thoughtful as possible about how to say it in the right way so it isn't, I mean, because for a lot of CEOs and even for, you know, CHROs or chief people officers, this is their baby. And so when you're talking about their company, when you're talking about their people, it impacts them very personally. And so knowing that, just being thoughtful about how you approach it so that it isn't a, hey, your baby is ugly. And it's the, hey, your baby's doing something it shouldn't. <laughs> Let's correct okay, that let's behavior. Let's talk about that baby. Let's talk about that baby. <laughs> that sweet, sweet little nugget. Um, so what about you? What do you do? Yes, um, I'm the same. I've always been uh, data-driven of just showing the, I always, you call it, you know, you say I, get, I look for the data, but I always create my, I'm not saying, I'm just saying report. <laughs> um, because the it you know we talk about like systemic racism or sexism or ageism or what has been created by the system and how everybody has been impacted by that but then a lot of organizations have little mini systems internally and then within that mm -hmm. company it's a department that seems to have um an issue even with good intention um can still create a toxic environment and so i just let them know at the numbers and then we can start and then i start formulating a plan and suggesting ways that i know or do we need to call an expert um there's certain things um with my recruiting experience has always been on the corporate side so there's different industries that i might not be able to speak to right away and i need someone else who has that level of expertise to come in um but i've also been I think people crave the information. There's people on the one side that are very nervous, but they want to have the facts and the data. And then there's mm -hmm. other people that really want to learn and grow and don't know where mm -hmm. to go. And I've been giving a lot of resources, but from a client perspective, it's like, okay, we really have to dig in and figure out where this is coming from and what we can do in order to help. Otherwise, you're going to have a problem on your hands. And because it ends up being like, an infection like mm -hmm. that that permeates and even people again who are well-intended can create this infection internally um and i think a lot of it has to do with that psychological safety and not feeling comfortable um going to that space and previously there's been times when i've been very very uncomfortable um and had to learn how to be um how to be find some type of comfort in that discomfort and then and then sometimes it's been the opposite where it's like are you trying to trick me mm -hmm. 
You might be surprised to know that not all serial killers are straight, cisgender white men, and the victims of true crime are not a monolith either. She's Wendy, and I'm Beth, and together we host Fruit Loops Serial Killers of Color, a true crime podcast. Together we take deep dives into the true crime stories about marginalized and minoritized perps and victims that often go untold. We also provide the context and nuance that these stories deserve. At Fruit Loops, we're serving up true crime with a side of history, society, culture, and some fun. Listen to Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Are you trying to trick me? Like, we were having the, um, I was having a conversation with a a group of people, and we were talking about how we were going to implement some stuff. And these people were not in diversity and inclusion work. But they were talking about, um, like, assuming good intent. And everybody's like, oh, we should just assume good intent. And I was like, I don't even know what that's like. Like, I can't. And it's funny, like, when we talk about different things or privileges, like, people wouldn't realize, like, that. The fact that you could say, let's assume positive intent is the the absolute privilege that under... um, you know, supported, under-recognized, whatever the word that you're using, don't have the luxury, which is why we're in these spots. So many people are in these spots because you can't, you, you can't assume. The assuming mm-hmm. positive intent is what gets you hurt. And so it's like how I think we're still learning how to connect with each other as we go through these journeys. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's interesting because, you know, that kind of the whole safety piece is, you know, I, I do a talk on safety and bravery and I recently did it for a group here in Arizona. And um, I did a debrief with one of the teams that I support and we were talking about, you know, being brave and taking, um, you know, kind of speaking up for yourself or, or, or ta- you know, calling out privilege or calling out to a person in a position of power, um, what might be wrong or what might be going on. And, I got a follow-up email that was basically, uh, that's great. However, I have tried to do this. And even just in the last few months, this has come up a couple of times. And each time I've had my hand slapped or it has impacted me personally. And so to your point, it's the, you know, I can't assume that it's going to be okay if I am brave or if I take that chance or if I speak up or if I do whatever and, you know, and I always caveat the assuming positive intent with knowing the impact of your words. So it's assume positive intent, but know the impact of your words, because it's kind of that, um, hey, when you are saying things or when you're doing things or feeling certain things, 
you also have to understand the impact of the words that you're sharing or that you're saying to someone. And so I think that's a piece that's also missing sometimes from that assuming positive intent. But I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's a privilege to say, oh, I can assume positive intent. It's you know a privileged conversation. So it's just interesting. And again, this is also where that dynamic is of maybe it's because of where I am in my career and you know that type of thing. But I, I am kind of a, yeah, I'm going to say a thing, but Tara, yes. Uh, thank you for your comment. You know, this is something I regret saying early in my career. It is a privilege to assume positive intent. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think that's something that people don't, it, we just don't realize and we don't realize how important it actually is. So and I think um, that it, like it that was something that we've discussed and that was part of um, the conversations that we have that we try to put onto our podcast as well is how were how was your world focused around this issue? What were you taught about this or mm -hmm. how did this impact your life and take that information and share because I think what i've what i've learned especially doing this particular work through the years is that the of things that we're asking people to unlearn a majority of it are things they think are fact this is not mm -hmm. like oh i'll teach you more this is not like how do you make fondue like here's a recipe oh thank you so much that's this is not that i have a great fondue recipe just i would FYI, love to Jackie. have it cheese okay. or chocolate both. I have one for either or not combined right. though, because that would be gross, but sorry, I digress. But you digress. But what were we talking about? Hi, my name is Jackie. Thank you for coming to the inclusive AF podcast. I don't even think we've done that, by the way. Oh yeah. Sorry. 50th episode inclusive AF podcast. Thanks for joining Pray us. Pray that we get a 51st. <laughs> We are. We are going to have a 51st, and it's actually happening this afternoon that we're going to be recording it, my friend. Wait, I don't know. what did I do? Can you please check your calendar? <laughs> okay, Jackie's playing something in the background, so uh, good times. I don't know what's happening. She's like, I think she might be replaying. What I said I was going to do in the beginning where I was going to pull up LinkedIn and play LinkedIn, I think she just did. So she's like I just listening like to us. <laughs> No, I was listening to Life Labs. I have a Life oh. Labs learning up, but I didn't <laughs> click it. Play. What y'all doing? <laughs> click. I'm busy. I'm in training. Thanks. See y'all later. <laughs> okay, now I really don't remember what we were talking about. It's not like people yeah. ask you to come in with a recipe because they're excited and want you to just do a thing. Oh, my um, God, so. Like, I, you know, I remember, I just remember having to train, uh, I used to work at a company called Holiday Retirement that did retirement homes. And a majority of the salespeople were nowhere near retirement home age. <laughs> and they would be like, Was that a problem? This is the coolest place. Like there's food here and there's, you know, we have friends and people come in. And I, uh, we used to, explain to them when people are coming in to look at one of these communities there is a catalyst that causes this and it's never positive mm -hmm. never right. like because you had to pull back on your enthusiasm to try to learn the people it's like we're literally asking people to take you know 
sometimes 3,000 square foot home or even 1,200 square foot home and 50 years and put it in a suitcase and bring it over. And so it's the same thing that we have to remember when we go in. We always know there's somebody who's here who doesn't want to be here. There's somebody mm -hmm. who's here who's glad to be here just because they disagree with everything that we say. There's going to be people here who really love what we have to say, but think it's should be handled differently because um, their situation is more important than any of the other situations. Um, that used to be me, by the way. <laughs> it's like, we don't talk about when I was younger. It's like, can we just talk about like the stuff that affects me? No. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's hard meeting everybody where they are. There's a lot of pieces. It's a very complex onion that we have to peel. Absolutely. So, um, Jackie, are you ready? Am I ready? Oh, yes. do you want me to do the thing? You're going to do the thing. You're going to do the thing. Um, so we brought you all here today. Uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> we are gathered here today. <laughs> to get to this thing called life. Mm -hmm. We sure are. <laughs> we're doing and a thing. We're doing a thing. What thing are we doing, Jack? We are joining Evergreen Podcasts to be with a network of podcasters. Woo-woo! And we're going to be with other HR podcasters. Yes, we are. So we're going to encourage you to listen to us and our friends. Yes, we are. So, yes, we are now a part of the Evergreen Podcast family, if you will. And you we're may part have of heard of some of the people and podcasts. Yes. You might have. So I don't know if anyone knows uh, the Chat and Cheese podcast. Um, that's one of them. Jim Stroud's podcast is another one. James Ellis has the talent cast. Um, and of course, our very, very dear friends, Torin and Julie with Crazy and the King. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're very excited to be a part of this new family. And um, you can still find us, obviously, at our website and on all of the different streaming services. But we're part of a new family. We have friends now beside each other. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, no, that <laughs> we have people that yep. will take our call. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> who have to, uh, yeah, who have to uh, take our call because we signed documents that say Family. they have to, yeah, they have to call us back or whatever. Um, so, yeah. So great. I mean, it's great. We're really mm -hmm. excited and we're actually learning how to be podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> so, on our 50th episode, we now are starting to learn what we're supposed to do. <laughs> And we already broke the rules. Introduce yeah, yourself. It's, the it's totally, it's totally working out. So it's funny because, like I said, you know, some of the things that we're learning about are taking breaths and, hey, how are we describing this episode? And uh, you know, do we have the links that we discuss? Because I don't know if you know this. Any of you who've listened to our podcast, we talk about different links or different books or different things, and then we just kind of forget to put it in the notes. Every so once in a while, there's a few. Yeah, so we're working on that. Just, you know, we, we're actually working on a whole um, repository, if you will, of links and different things, because that's one of the things that we'll, um, we'll be featuring on the show notes now is actually doing what we say we're going to do. 
shockingly, that is something we're supposed to do. I don't and know we if do knows hard this. work. This should yeah. not be hard. <laughs> well, and it's, it is kind of funny because it is that, hey, oh, yeah, remember, we need to send that to so-and-so and do the things. Um, but we have been very fortunate in that, you know, you all have listened and stayed as listeners, even though we are just muddling through how to do this at times. <laughs> doing the best we can, folks, doing the best we can. Um, but we also, we really want to make sure that we're being thoughtful about, especially our guests and folks that are sharing their stories. And, you know, we have had folks come on that have been really, really forthcoming with things that have occurred to them. And I think the part that I love the most, and I don't know how you think about this, but I love being able in just normal conversations to say to someone, oh, you should listen to this episode with, you know, Dr. Corey, who's talking about, you know, yes. whatever. And, or, hey, Tara Robertson has some amazing experiences that she shared or, or whatever it might be. And having some of those different guests on that, um, you know, we just had Joseph and I'm not going to try and say his nope. last name. Nope. Mm -mm, nope. But um, like the technology that is also being built in this space where I think our, our friend George LaRoque uh, is listening and he knows all about the HR technology space. And he and I have had some spirited conversations when I've said, where is the DEI technology? Yeah. Tell me, tell me where it is. And, you know, now to see some of these things popping up and, and coming to fruition that I know have kind of been in the back of people's minds of, we need a technology that does this. We need a technology that does that. And obviously you're living it, you know, being at Textio where it, it is a technology that's doing something that's really helping to level the playing field and to eliminate bias. And, and just some of these things that Textio was like kind of the one for a very long time. And you had, you know, CallTramp and SurveyMonkey who were doing things around surveys that we're again trying to get that feedback of really what is it like for different populations? What is the employee experience? Are they engaged? All these things. But um, I think those are for the fun conversations too. It's just learning about different technologies, learning about different things that um, are happening in this space that we wouldn't normally have access to. And so, you know, I think that's the part that I'm super stoked about. And I already mentioned uh, Tara's name, but we're going to be talking to her later this afternoon and recording for our 51st episode. Um, she just co-authored an article in Harvard Business Review that we're super excited to talk to her about. Um, and we did, we have been promising you that she was coming back and she really is. I haven't just been making <laughs> that up. <laughs> I definitely, so, like, I talked to Gooley this past week oh, and he's yes. coming back with a portfolio. Mm. Helvectica asked when they could come back. I was like, you know, nice. Anytime. Because we're such great hosts. I think we should also <laughs> like we need to do. Um, and we've talked about this with a few folks from different conferences. I still want to go live at some of the conferences that we attend anyhow. Now that we're kind of getting back into the space and getting, you know, back to being in person. Um, but I, I would love to do, you know, kind of go live and do a podcast from and, and start to talk to some of our friends that you all have heard about, um, but maybe haven't actually met. And so um, wait for it. It's coming. It's coming at some point, I yes. promise. I think it's um, so important and it would be so great to do a live Q&A in person and getting some of those things and even just allowing people schedule it 
scheduling some things out so we can help. I mean, this has always been a labor of love. It was John Sumser that said, you know, people who do diversity work are like missionaries. Um, you're just trying to get to as many people as possible to try to share the information um, mm -hmm. without ever knowing if you can reach everyone, but you're going to try. And I, I would love to help um, help share some of the information or share some of the tools that we've learned about so that people can, because I feel like I said, so many people are craving the information and just want a library of tools. And um, we want to share what we've found and help yeah. people. Maybe we should do something to teach people how to have these conversations. Yes. I think, it, it, I guess that's part of it too, is that the, you know, I, I think you and I both are hopeful that what we're sharing, what we're talking about is help is helpful to other folks that are in this space or, or those that aren't in this space that are just like, I don't even know where to start. Um, but I also think it would be, you know, we've said this before and, you know, if, if you're listening right now and there's things that you want us to talk about, or there's questions that you have that you want us to try to answer or answer in the way that we would, um, you know, let us know, because I think this is one of the things, you know, we've done a couple Q and A um, episodes where we've gotten, we've received questions from folks and, and tried to answer them the best way that we could. Um, but, you know, I think that's something that we want to continue doing is, you know, we know that these conversations that Jackie and I are having, we want other folks to be having as well, and not just us on this podcast, but, you know, if there's ways that we can help you to start the conversation or continue the conversation or whatever it might be. And I think, you know, talking about the food episode, I think there's also this piece of we're going into that holiday time where these conversations come up when you're sitting around the, the table with your uncle um, <laughs> who's had too many glasses of whatever drunk uncle, <laughs> drunk uncle is sitting around the table <laughs> saying some stuff that maybe isn't so great. Um, because I think there's also that piece too of, you know, how do we, how do we navigate this even just personally as we are, you know, thinking about stuff and, and working through some of the stuff. So anyhow, I think so, that's a good idea. Yes. Yes. Um, what else? I mean, I think like there's, we, we haven't recorded in probably, well, it's been like a week and a half, right? Cause we've talked a few times that so we haven't actually recorded anything. Um, you know, I think there's so many different topics that we could go into. I think, we could talk about Dave Chappelle, but I just don't know that I even, <laughs> I, I don't know even I where to start, even to start with that. And we're yeah. kind of looking at, I mean, here's the thing, like, I just want, I, I feel like I want to make sure, and this is something that we can do as we go into the next episodes, I want people to feel like they have a place to heal. And I want people to heal as well. I think we've shared some mm -hmm. of that. And we need to have those resources as well. Um, and I think that his words hurt a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think the response has been great. And I think that there are people that need additional resources to learn to heal. And it's, it is we don't hang out as much or see people as much. And so these things affect us, I think, even greater now because, you know, you don't have your regular outlet or resources to even depend on or mm -hmm. your friends as much because we are still, some of us are still isolated. I don't know what else is happening out there in the 
great state of Texas. I heard that we don't have COVID anymore in Texas. No, I don't know. All set. You're all set. Same yeah. in Arizona. We don't either, but it's oh, all awesome. it's all working out. Right. Um, yeah. So I know you said you did not watch this latest deal. Mm -mm. I think the thing that is the most frustrating about it. Well, I no, there are multiple things. The first thing is, so I did watch it because I was like, I want to be informed. I want to actually see for myself. I have always been a fan of Dave Chappelle. I think the last couple of uh, specials are recorded, like the Netflix stuff. He has done so much good being very direct and having some of these conversations. And he has done so much harm. Mm -hmm. And and so there is this, how, how do you justify that? Or how do you think about that? And I know that, you know, he's getting people to think about things that they maybe have not thought about before, but it's like, to what end? And, and, and how are you harming folks in the end? And to your point, like what resources can we provide or can we think about providing um, for folks that are in that position? I think the other piece for me, um, it was the most awkward thing to watch because you could tell the audience was doing like the nervous giggle for 90% like, uh -huh. of the jokes. Like the jo like you would mm -mm. tell people were like, uh, um, should I be laughing at this? And oh, okay, is my face being recorded as I'm laughing? Um, I, and I, it's the, so many of the examples that he gave were off as well of like, just, it just didn't make sense. And it just wasn't, it wasn't great. So that's an unfortunate one. Um, all the positive, the, um, I don't know if you saw the new outfits for the, this is on a very different plane. Now we're going to, um, for the women's volleyball. Um, no, I think it was volleyball. It's, um, oh goodness gracious. The handballs, I beg your pardon, handball, they just changed the uniform rules. So that is, you know, they no longer have to wear the bikinis and the, you know, they had the tank and then the bikini bottoms. So now they can wear shorts and an actual tank top that, you know, covers their themselves. Um, and I mean, that was, you know, based on the Norwegian team protesting and saying, you know, we're not doing this. And I think, you know, this is where I get excited because it is the, that showing the support and saying this is not okay and taking those risks and being brave, you start to see change happen, which makes me happy. Um, and so I think those that's one of the things that, you know, as we can celebrate a success like that, I think it might seem simple to people, but it's huge. And it is a huge thing that, you know, once you have, it's the once you have that first domino fall, other things start to fall in place as well. And so I think this is a good thing. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I, I was I, I was like, I, I want to just ride that high for a minute. Um, I don't want to talk about the Supreme Court right now, um, just because. Um, I don't even, I, I mean, they're talking about guns. They're talking about Texas and the, you know, abortion ban. And they're talking about a lot of things that are extremely heavy right now. And not that I don't want to talk about them, but, and I don't know if you feel differently, if you want to jump in, we can, but 
there's a lot going on um, with the Supreme Court right now. Um, I just want to wait until we see get to a period in the day of where we are. There's so many things that are flying around. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around it, especially it is. It affects. It affects. So closely. Right. It affects. Um, and it's really hard. It's really hard and, and frustrating on how we're navigating. Um, and it, I, I just keep asking, like, did we relax? Did people relax? Are we not? Are we doing enough? Are we not doing the right thing? Like, I, it's still amazing that things um, come up. And it was like, there was this the parody and it was like um, a song that was like, oh, they only care about you before you're born. Like there's like, cause we're not going to support you through education. We don't want to support you by giving you clothes or food or shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, it's frustrating and it's embarrassing. Um, and it's hard. It just touches. That's a hard one. Yeah. yeah and I, I, I think we could go there, but I think it's like, where are we even at right now? Right. There was also, I don't know if you saw one of the other cases that was up for consideration and they declined to even hear it, um, was about a um, transgender man who Dignity Health was trying to um, deny services to. Uh, they wanted a hysterectomy. And and so the uh, Catholic-based Dignity Health said, we won't, that's considered an elective surgery. Um, and so um, the lawsuit basically, they, they did d- declined to hear it. And so they will get the services they need. And so it is one of those things that I think we're seeing some positives happen, but we're also seeing it's, you know, two it's steps forward, three messy. steps back. It's going to oh, get, it, it's just going to get messier. Uh-huh. And it's it's making sure that we're not we are paying attention that we can navigate through that space. And that's what I've said. It's like it's not my body, my choice if I can't make some of those things like for my health. Right. Right. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. Where are we even right now? (laughs) I don't know where we're at. I I mean, it's like, that's the thing. It's like, there's been so many, like, I really, really prayed and hoped that we would be done with all of this, like WTF, Mm -hmm. like, but we're not. And we have to be vigilant. And Mm -hmm. I worry. Right. I worry a lot. Yes. But I also, like, I will tell you, you know, talking to folks like Guli, like Helvetica, where I also see, you know, this, there's so much awareness that I don't think I had at their age and so much knowledge and so many things that are happening that are positive um, that I, I, you know, I, I know that Clay just recently um, accepted a position. And so that I is know. very exciting. I mean, like it's, it's like, it's, we have a future. There is a future. And we were talking because Clay, um, Clay is my oldest 
had a math major, completed all the math, right? Smartest Senior in the year, her classes are like yoga, poetry. <laughs> Um, hey, they're taking advantage of all those things that they maybe didn't get to do because they were buckling down freshman, sophomore, and junior year, math, you know? Like, just yeah. like four math classes, freshman. Right. But then was like, I, and I just pray that they get through this because it's like <laughs> we're taking like African American studies, history of slavery in the Caribbean. Oh, that's kind of cool. But it's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, you know, Clay's funny, like when they played basketball and something would happen on the court, we'd be like, mom. And it's still like, mom, have you heard Did of you know? revolution? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. Tell me more. <laughs> Did you know France on one side and Spain on the other? Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, but again, I, but how cool getting, is that? It's so, it was so cool. And I was like, and look at us. Look at us now, you know? And it's just knowing that it's, I'm, I'm proud of that someone so smart mm -hmm. um, is learning those things. And I just hope that people, we have to do the work and we have to make the information accessible. It's part of the reason why we do these things to try to inspire people to do their learning. Mm -hmm. But also so that we are paying attention because we know what happens when you don't pay attention. Eric's question is is what happens where are we even at right now? <laughs> like so yes that is what happens when yep. we're not paying attention oh my goodness gracious um yeah i don't even know um i think you know what else what else <laughs> i'm all, like i'm trying to think of what else we haven't talked about that we need to talk about um Oh, I think, I think, um, I think you were, uh, I think that it's interesting right now that they are making vaccines for younger people, which is Ooh, good. Yeah. That could mm -hmm. potentially be helpful. Um, but we're, you know, we, there's, I think about that now because my youngest is an education major. So there's that, mm -hmm. you know? The children are our future. Teach them well <laughs> and let them lead the way, Jackie. Fully. Please <laughs> go lead do. today. Today <laughs> and today only. Um, but we don't oh have to talk about all the things. I think it's, it's no, safe yeah. that we talk about what is the one thing that you want our billions of fans oh. to take away from this, our 50th episode. Um, we love you. Thank you for listening. Um, I think that's the biggest one for me is how, like the fact that we have 50 episodes that we have put out there <laughs> and that people are listening to, and we know people are listening. And, you know, I think every time that you and I look at the reports, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> people are actually, Katie, somebody's listening it. to us in France. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? France also needs this help. Um, so the, thank you to all of you who are listening and, you know, and continue to listen. We truly appreciate the support. And then I think the other piece is 
keep it coming. You know, like I, again, you know, what questions should we be asking ourselves, talking about what would be helpful? You know, what resources would be helpful? Because, you know, the whole point of this is to share our conversations that we're having, but it's with the hope that other people can get something from it and can take something from it that they can then use in their own lives. And so, you know, those are the two things for me. I know you said one, and I know we never I do one. Never really, do one. <laughs> I would. So those are my two. Uh, your two. <laughs> and for my one, I'll do three. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Here are my 17 point plan. Here is my 17 point plan of what you should take from this. Um, um, I just want people, I want to, you know, get in good trouble. It's back to that good trouble and speaking yes. up and trying to um, be a voice um, for What are you others. playing with over there, Jackie? Nothing, nothing. Put it down because we can Put hear it. it. Down. Thank I you. Wasn't Sorry, playing folks. Anything. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> but this I thought we normally edit out of the episode. <laughs> Jackie That's what happens when you do it live. <laughs> right. At least our executive producer did not pop in and out. That was kind he of He did not. Yeah, with water or eggs or anything. I scrambled <laughs> eggs. I'm about to do a podcast. Here are your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd Clayton, for all you do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, but I mean, really trying to um, support and learn how to be a good ally. I think we all need more allies mm -hmm. um, and, and let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Was that 50 true? more, 50 more people. Cheers let's 50 do 50 more. more. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Your cheers. water. Yep. We should have done this in the afternoon so we could have done happy hour and actually cheers on something other than water. Mm. Who said that's water? Ah, yes. <laughs> it is afternoon there, so I guess you could get a little bit no. crazy town. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that would really ruin the rest of my day. I couldn't do that. I'd be just tired. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, Sleep. I have 92 meetings, so I can't do that. But thanks. Oh, thanks, Eric. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, for listening. And thanks to all of you. And we'll um, see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain -brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.